Fear, kill, or be killed. If there was ever an episode to get me excited about Tyler as a character, it's this one. And it's all because of a little boy named Jeremy. Sincerely, Bridget. Dear kill or be killed. Hi, audience. Now imagine my face all covered in blood and you're horrified to find me as a vampire. This is such a memorable episode for me and I love it. What a ride. Sincerely, Nikki. <laughs> Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of The Vampire Diaries, Season 2, Episode 5, Kill or Be Killed. I'm your host, Nikki. And I'm your other host, Bridget, and we won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, Kill or Be Killed, in detail. You've been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and timestamps. All right, Nikki. Well, this is the episode where Tyler learns more about the Lockwood family curse from Mason, and Sheriff Forbes receives startling information. Startling! Everybody drink! Yay! Our favorite favorite adjective. <laughs> Along with shocking. Along yes. with shocking. <laughs> Alarming. Yes. Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. More to come. Maybe mm. we'll do some Vampire Diaries bingo at some point. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Perfect. Speaking of fun and games with the Vampire Diaries, Nikki, are you going to do something special today? I am doing something special today. In honor of Stefan saying that it's opposite day, I have prepared your previously on today. Yeah! I will tell you, what have you got? it is not a ton of fun in games, but it's a basic description, plus a fun little bit. I was originally going to do the entire previously on in opposites, and then I realized oh, wow. that was very How confusing. That is. And I was like, that's not going to help anybody at all remember where we left off. So, previously on The Vampire Diaries. For under a century, he's lived in the open. He has no idea the risk. But he has to forget her. This sounds like 50 first dates. <laughs> uh, real talk, though. Stefan's a vampire. He's got an ex named Catherine who broke his heart a long time ago. Elaine and Catherine look exactly alike. A dead ringer, you might say. <laughs> Catherine wants Stefan to stop seeing Elena and is willing to rid the town of all of her friends and family. She wants them to fight and to get in between them. And she wants to use Caroline to do it. On a side note, the Lockwoods are werewolves. Lycanthrope, one might say. One might say. Um, <laughs> yeah, Damon tried to kill Mason to solve their problems, but no such luck. NBD. Yada, yada, yada. Tyler learned how to trigger the curse, and that's that you have to kill somebody. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that's where we are. Well done. Thank you. Yes. Well, Nikki, let me take you back one long year ago in the emerald coast of Florida. <laughs> to the dark, dark place of Florida. <laughs> Our tale begins on a dark and stormy night in a bar where a barkeep is handing a young lycanthrope their last drink of the night. A, a would-be lycanthrope, we find out. Mmm. Mmm. Yes. We see Mason drinking at a bar. And some dude watching him, uh, he follows him outside, and we see that he's... Nothing good happens when we're doing mundane tasks like leaving a bar to go home. No, and when your friend is very drunk, it's not a great look. 
Um, he starts to pick a fight with Mason over some girl. And here's the thing. By the end of this episode, we know that that was not, like, there potentially is... Hang on. This might be spoilers, but I feel like I can... I can... Go for like, it. Like, hypothesize that <laughs> it wasn't perhaps up to his free will to pick a fight because it does look like some other tactics used by some vampires in our current plot. Yes, uh, one might say this is reminiscent of that time that Damon took Bonnie's, like, one love interest that wasn't a dick and turned him into a dick just to pick a fight. Yeah, yeah, kind of reminds me of that lovely moment. Yeah, remember that bad idea that we didn't like? (laughs) It's almost like uh, Damon and Catherine are meant to be together. Or two sides of the same coin, at the very least. Yes, certainly that. So anyway, we come back to the present, and this is Mason explaining to Tyler how he triggered the curse, that uh, he accidentally killed his friend. And Tyler, for some reason, is like, were you sleeping with his Yeah, <laughs> continues to be a dick And I'm like, it. Tyler, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> Not the point of the story, Tyler. Yeah, is that what you took away from this? That he was sleeping with Marla? Yeah, but the most important thing is that it doesn't need to be an intentional death. It can be an accident. Like a car crash. (laughs) Yeah, like a car crash. Hey, Tyler, remember when you almost killed Caroline in that car crash? Mm, Yeah. Um... Exactly. So that's the point of this scene. And Tyler is wait, like, hang on. So by the way, can we talk about the fact that, oh, wait, never mind. Caroline would not have died had it not been for Catherine. So it was not her, his, her. Okay. Well, never mind. We're good. Yes. I was like, well, Caroline did die, but it wasn't due to the car crash. All right. Never mind. Indeed. Meanwhile, Tyler is like, so did you ever find that uh, moonstone that you were looking for? Mm-hmm. And Mason's like, no, why do you know where it might be? And he's like, no, I just And Mason takes center stage and a lonely spotlight finds him and he sings into the abyss, memories all alone with my moonstone, it's got sentimental value, I'm not lying at all. Yeah, we all believe that for sure. It brings a little tear to every eye in the house and we all believe that he's really looking sentimentally for this very very pretty stone yeah tyler leads him to this the place that he found the moonstone originally and is like go ahead look for it and it's not there i haven't looked yet i was i just thought it might be in there there. (laughs) yeah but i do kind of like tyler not immediately giving mason what he wants here because he's like I know he wants it, and I don't know why. Yes, and it's almost like, um, you know, he and Jeremy have just so much in common. Yeah. Um, One of these things being that they've both lost their fathers, they both are really good at art, and now they're both left out of their family's lineage and knowledge, even though it affects them. And they know that they deserve more information, and that they're not getting it from the people that should be giving it to them. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Jeremy. So over to Nikki's favorite place in the world. (laughs) (laughs) The Jack and Jill bathroom. (laughs) Four nice chains of pace. Elena's filling Jeremy in on what's going on. Yeah. She's telling Jeremy exactly what's going on with the Lockwoods. And Jeremy's like, wow, Tyler's a werewolf? And she's like, well, 
maybe we don't know. And Jeremy's like, oh, well, that won't be hard to figure out. And Lee's like, no, 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 yeah, no. He says, it won't be hard for us to figure out. And she's like, us? No, no, no. There is yeah. no us. Although Jeremy <laughs> proves later to be very good at finding this out. Yeah, he's the only one in this entire episode that's actually doing a really good job to find more information. Out. Yeah. And also, yeah. we'll get to it later, but very good at lying. Yes. 100%. Loving like, Jeremy in this episode. I love Jeremy not being a broody little boy and being Ugh. a helpful lad. Having a storyline? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. But um, yeah, so Jeremy kind of reluctantly is like, he's like, yeah, 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 whatever, Elena. But he, she's like, you're not, I don't want you involved. And he's like, by being a part of this family, I'm involved. And he shows the ring that he's wearing. Great point, dude. You know, the fact that he just fucking died. Anyway. Yeah. But she's like, no, Jeremy, this is serious. And he's like, yeah, 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 all right, I'm just saying. Yeah. And, you know, he pockets that so that later he can just do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And Elena goes back to her room and uh, she sees Stefan there. He does that sort of vamp appear thing from behind the door. I didn't mean to scare you, but I was right there when you didn't know I was there. And they, uh, they prepare to have another fake fight. And she's like, I don't like it, even if it is, you know, pretend... And he says, okay, well, you know, maybe today when I say, I can't do this anymore, Elena, I really mean, I love you. And she says, yeah. And when I say, whatever, it means I love you too. Hey, Nikki, if, uh, if I ever ask you for an old family relic and you're like, why? And I say sentimental value. What I'm really saying is Catherine is my girlfriend, OMG, and I'm a werewolf. (laughs) Just in case we ever need that. Just in case that's ever something, you I'm know, just saying. If other people are We're around. We're making fun of this, but you and I have some code phrases <laughs> for real in our real everyday lives. And they're more sophisticated than this. True. Very true. <laughs> and way less transparent than Dave, as David points out later. <laughs> but I do want to point out that, like, Stefan and Elena, now that they have this secret, don't they seem, like, more hot for each other? Almost like... You know, like, they're kissing more. The secrecy is almost, like, second nature to their relationship. Right. And so it's, like, yeah. kind of hot. Like, they're both like, ooh, we hate this. But they love it. For sure. I definitely yeah. got that. <laughs> Makes it a little spicy. So we go over to the Forbes abode, which is not a place where we see very often. And I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Um, where we get to see uh, Liz is, like, carrying some stuff. She's getting ready. And Caroline comes in and she's like, what are you, like, off today? And Liz says, the Historical Society volunteer picnic is today. And I was like, oh, my God. Is that from a Vampire Diaries town event Mad Lib book? Literally. Yeah. (laughs) The Historical Society volunteer picnic. Okay. Caroline's like, you're going to that? She's like, yeah, you signed me up. (laughs) And Caroline, we get more of their relationship in this where she says, yeah, but I thought you would bail. And we get some, some tension between them where, you know, Liz is going to the event and Caroline makes some digs about her pretending to be a mother and giving her some warning that she's in a mood. And it's a lot. It is. Isn't it an interesting theme, too, that she's like, you know, you could at least pretend to be a mother or whatever. And then by the end of this episode, Liz is like, that's not my daughter. Yeah. But this whole time, Caroline is being like, oh, what, you're going to pretend to be a mom today? Like, this idea of, like, like, she says, like, there's you pretending to be a mom and then there's reality or something. Yes. She's like, let's not push it. And so that's a really interesting, like, theme to see them dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really hard because it seems, especially in this scene, 
um, you know, she asks about like Elena being there, and Caroline's like, "Wait, what?" And then she's like, "Oh yeah, no, she Caroline's, was here." Oh yeah, yeah, she was. Oh, <laughs> but in a moment like we we mentioned in season one when Caroline was going through her issues with Damon. Mm-hmm. Liz does notice that something's up with Caroline and she asks her, she's like, are you okay? Is everything okay with you? You seem different. And Caroline brushes it off and she's like, I know you think I don't notice these things, but I do. And that's when she yeah. says that line about like, there's pretending to be a mother, then there's real life. Let's not push our luck. Yeah. So Liz is trying. Even she though... is. And it's it's got to be hard being a single parent to a teenager and like having yes. a very demanding job where there are also yes. fucking vampires. Indeed. <laughs> but like like in moments where we thought that Liz wasn't paying attention enough or doing enough, this is not one of those where she does try to reach out yes. to Caroline, but now is a very hard time for Caroline to give up anything yeah. because of what's going on with Catherine and being a fucking vampire. Yes. Yeah, and that she notices you know? that she is different and doesn't just take, like, no for an answer at first. And it's almost like Caroline realizes that she's got to, like, pretend to be her old self a little bit more. And that's when she, yeah. like, gives the dig. And it's almost like what she did to Matt, where she pushed Matt away in a false sense. Yeah, which is like she says to Elena, and she's like, and then I was a bitch to her. It's like, that's what she does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <gasps> Nikki, are we ready? Bridget, are we ready? Good news. What's the good news? We have a whole new environment to have more events in. Oh my gosh! It's the third big event of season two! Woo, woo, woo. Mystic Falls Historical Society Volunteer Day. Folks are a hammering on nails, a sawing wood, a raking leaves, a planting flowers, and one, a Karen Lockwood, is given a speech. June is busting out all over. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Meanwhile, Stefan goes up to Mason. No, no, no. Wait a second. I just want to say this park is bitchin'. Okay. Okay. Go on. This park is dope. It's right next to a flowing stream. It's got a nice shady gazebo area, lots of trees and space for kids to run around in. Yeah. All right. So what's so what's Stefan doing? <laughs> <laughs> so Stefan goes up to Mason and he's like, hey, I know my brother's an asshole, but like Olive Branch? And Mason's like, yo, I tried exactly that. And your brother was like, no, thank you. And he stabbed me. Good and point. Stefan's like, here's here's the thing. I'd really rather we not do this. I'm pretty sure you'd rather we not do this. And Mason's like, bar, 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 he better watch us back. And then Stefan turns into my favorite version of Stefan, which is an actual fucking vampire Stefan, <laughs> where he grabs Mason's arm and he says, pretty sure I only have to worry about that during the full moon. Mm-hmm. Or you would have killed Damon by now. Yeah. And he says, there's one of you. There's two of us. I think you are the one who needs to watch his back. And I I wonder if that's the smartest thing No, it's so dumb. Because so now dumb. Mason is going to, like, hatch a plot. Maybe we don't partake in any of the beverages while we're here. <laughs> yeah, because as Stefan watches Mason walk away, the camera like shifts to Stefan's other shoulder and all of a sudden Damon is right there in his ear and he's like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I love this moment and so Stephen's much. Stefan's like, I'm negotiating peace on your behalf. And Damon, Damon, like a five-year-old is like, why? I don't want peace. I don't want peace. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And yeah. Stefan is like, by the way, you made the situation worse. So maybe shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, Nikki. 
The next romance novel that I'm going to read is going to be set in a small town where there's a grill where teenagers play pool and sit by themselves, like drawing and texting. And there's this like lonely, artsy loner boy who is like gazing at the like tough guy at school who's always been mean to him in the past, but you know, they kind of have a connection. And Yeah, and he's um, just drawing pictures of him or what he thinks he's doing in his at spare night. time. Yes, with yeah. his nice fur coat. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, it's super weird, super obvious that Jeremy's like, look, okay, here's the thing. As somebody who has drawn people, yeah. like, as models before, uh-huh. he's staring at him so intently that you would think that he is sketching him as, like, a still life. But if you, when we see his sketchbook later, it's all fucking wolves. So I don't understand what he's because even trying to Because he's not sketching him, from. Nikki. He's fantasizing about him. But like, they have so much chemistry. Fucking sense. Nikki, okay. look at me. Look at me. They have so much fucking chemistry. They this is the perfect chemistry. setup. I agree. But it would have been better if he was just sketching Tyler in his fucking book and that along Ugh. with all of the wolves. No, he can't be too obvious. We have to put the heteronormative gaze on this. Let's let's Ooh. let's get some like teenage girls that think they're both attractive. I prefer the heteronormative and gaze. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So we get the other two girls whatever they're being why did they have to kind show of up annoying crash where... the party and they're like margaritas yeah and tyler like looks over at jeremy and he's like you in and jeremy's like if you're going then i'm going but also amy calls t- uh jeremy damaged goods oh yeah no like, we, we don't like anything up. can we just not talk about these girls can we talk about them like they're not there can we just as minimally as possible yes. yeah i'd love to yes. so beyond that <laughs> Jeremy, when he first goes up to Tyler, he's like, hey, I haven't talked to you, like, since your dad's funeral. And Tyler's, like, a dick to him. Yeah. And then as Jeremy's leaving, Tyler's, like, in some fucking moments of growth. And he's like, wait, I'm sorry. And he's like, you were there for me. Thanks for being cool. I felt like a freak. You were pretty cool. And Jeremy's like, yeah, I get it. And then they hold hands and they gaze into each other's eyes. And then they're like, want to get out of here? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bridget, how's your fan fiction coming? Oh, my God. I'm sweating. I'm sweating and I have chills. <laughs> oh, I love it. Feelings. Lots of feelings. But we go back to Kabir Day mm-hmm. where Mason goes up to Liz and he's like, hey, I know about the secret council. I want it in. <laughs> and she's like, well, she's if, like, <coughs> if we did have a secret <coughs> council, you would, you know, would know it's, it's secret. secret. <laughs> and that we don't fucking talk about it at town events. Mason! Yeah, you'd fucking think. But he's like, yeah, it wasn't because I was never a believer. Like, I know that there are vampires, and I know that you have two living in town. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, obviously Damon and Stefan Salvatore. And she's like, no, Damon Salvatore's my friend. Yeah, he's an ally. We're friends. He's like, obviously not. <laughs> and she's like, they walk in the sun. And he's like, come on, Liz, it's not 1864 anymore. They've evolved. Which, on the one hand, I'm like, Mason, the, the council really needs somebody like you yeah. if we're thinking about, like, the purpose of the council. On the other hand, I'm like, this is not helpful for my character, so please <laughs> yes, stop. Yes, so fuck off. Please stop hatching plots. That yeah. will work. Okay. Um, but he's like, As, like, the I first competent it. person on the council. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to prove it to Liz, and they ominously look over at Damon and Stefan, who are just... Walking along in this beautiful park should just be a beautiful day. Everybody should just be, like, sitting by the water and planting flowers. But instead, 
this is what we're fucking doing. Yeah. So speaking of everyone being put to work, we go over to Elena and Caroline who are painting things that have already been painted. Yep. Caroline asks about the fight and Elena is like, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that we would be stronger than that. And she's doing yeah. her, old, her old pouty thing. But you Hilarious. can see her at some points like almost like rolling her eyes at the things that she's saying to Caroline. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And uh, we go over to uh, Liz where Damon comes up to her and he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? And she's like, oh, um, you know, fine. And he's like, I can tell you're not okay. What's up? And she's like, oh, fight with my daughter. And he's like, can I do anything? Can I talk to her? You want me to talk to her? I'll talk to her. And uh, Liz is like, no, no, that's okay. Just terrible parenting, paying off in spades. (laughs) Bye. And she walks off. And Damon is like, oh, something's up. So he goes over to Caroline and he's like, uh, why are you being such a bitch to your mom? Yeah. And she's like, what's none of your business? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Elena's like, I'm going to go talk to Stefan. And Caroline's like, no, that's a bad idea. And yeah. Elena's like, do you still care about Catherine? Yes, we're going to talk about this as you saw something in yeah, the middle it, of public. And, and they do like this, event. like this big thing about like, there are ears on us. And they like, there's a cute moment of David and Caroline, like turning around. <laughs> like refocusing on their work yeah Um, and this fight is way more fake than the last one oh for sure absolutely and they bring up damon somehow like stefan's like you're reaching i'm not damon and she's like how about we don't bring damon into this right now yes which later comes up (laughs) yeah damon's like oh no 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 (laughs) yes but they say they're parts of like they're like i love you i love you too code phrases sentimental value yeah (laughs) and uh we go to the lockwood mansion where in an iconic frame i don't know like this moment is embedded in my brain kind of like what you said about caroline with her like uh you know fruit punch mouth um (laughs) where like the girls like slide in and it's like whoa 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 and i love this song uh it's obsession by sky ferreira oh my god it's so good it's so good and jeremy and tyler like a couple of old men are just sitting there like drinking scotch and these girls are like dancing alone so okay. awkward can we just talk about the fact that the vampire diaries made me think that drinking like hard liquor casually was just a thing that people did yeah like, you know how many shows, especially The Vampire Diaries, where they're just, like, sipping bourbon like it's, like, a Coke? And it's just, like, a casual thing teenagers like doing? Yeah. So when I, like, turned into an adult and I was like, oh, I should like this. And then I, like, take a sip of whiskey and I'm like, ooh, this is fucking poison. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> With a single ice cube? Yeah. Yeah. They drink it like it's, like... Like, like, just like a refreshing tea. beverage. Right. Yeah, absolutely fucking Well, this not. is the South, Nikki. I don't know. They do it differently down there. I guess. Anyway, so uh, Amy grabs Tyler and brings him into another room. And she's like, I just want to apologize. And I'm like, you have nothing yeah, to apologize yeah, yeah. for. He should be apologizing to you. Yeah. Luckily, Tyler does say, like, you don't need to apologize. But also, like, fuck the writers for... A, using Amy again, B, using her for this because they just, like, needed, like, a secondary tertiary character for this, like, bit so that people knew who she was, I guess. Yeah. Like, they didn't even develop her enough to be 
an actual like side character. Yeah, but totally. They just like used her again for this, and it's weird. But meanwhile, Sarah is like, "Ooh, sketchbook!" In my worst nightmare ever, they're like, "Oh, let me just take your sketchbook." Sarah is the fucking worst. You know what you don't do when somebody has a sketchbook? Take it and start looking through it. Like Jeremy is at first like, "Oh, don't look at that." But then you can see him and his investigator Gilbert brain. Yes. Like, oh, maybe this would be convenient. So he's like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's okay for you to look through it. And every single fucking page is a werewolf. And he's just like (laughs) staring at Tyler. (laughs) Hint, hint. Subtle, subtle Jeremy. Um, And he's like, oh, Tyler, do you still draw? And Tyler's like, oh, I don't know. Like, let's go look at this thing in the other room. And I'm like, yes, be alone together. Mm, go be alone together. <sighs> but they go to the other room and Jeremy, the sweet summer child that he is, is like looking on the desk and he's like, oh, I don't see anything. And and in a moment where I'm going to pretend that Tyler doesn't fucking choke Jeremy, he pins him against the wall and he's like, I know you know. Kisses him. And yeah, and he, and he like <laughs> devours his neck and Jeremy is like, what? That you're a wolf? And Tyler's like... Yeah. I don't know. I need to workshop it. it. I hate it and I love it. Bridget, write your fan fiction. We'll pin it down below. (laughs) I I did look up fan fiction for Jyler. Is there stuff for them? Oh, Nikki, I'll send you the link. Okay, I'm gonna do it. So, but yeah, he's like, he's like, how do you know about the wolves? And he's just, or like, what, what is all this? What is all this about? Jeremy's like, he's like, because I'm in love with you. No, because Jeremy's like, I know, I know about the wolves. I know what you are. And they look deeply into each other's eyes. And we got to Mason Lockwood. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm I sweating can't. so hard. I'm not going to be able to get through this fucking episode. <laughs> it's like fending you off. <laughs> you are going to have to because, oh my God. Oh my god. Ugh, I if wish. If there's anything that Tyler is good for, it is like a bad boy with a heart of gold in a gay romance. If there's Ooh. one thing we can spoil about the show, it's the fact that Jeremy and Tyler don't end up together Shh. and it's a really fucking, it's like a big Nikki, shame. Nikki, this is a non-spoiler podcast. I know, but it's a shame. Shh. And I can't let our audience Shh. have their hearts calm, filled with hope. Calm That's yourself. Dash. Are you calm? I'm calm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> So we hate to leave this beautiful scene of two young men in love, but we go to volunteer day. Nikki's shaking her head. She's just resigned to it at this point. But uh, Mason is getting some uh, lemonade from these little little girls who are running the lemonade stand. And he's like, thank you. And he's drinking some lemonade. And how many times can I stress that he's drinking lemonade and Damon comes over to him and is like how's the day going and Mason's like oh you know just doing my part and uh he was like I saw you talking to my brother and Mason's like yeah nice guy but you know what nice is overrated and Damon's like that's what I think (laughs) friends already (laughs) look at them best buddies yeah and Mason walks off and is like, you have a nice day now. And uh, Stefan comes over and he's like, all right, what was that? What was that? Keep me apprised. You guys bonding? Yes. I don't think so. And Damon's like, what's with this faux drama in your relationship? And he's like, you guys don't fight, especially not about me. And Stefan is like, drop it, Damon. Hint, hint, hint. And uh, the girls are like, would you like some lemonade? 
And Damon is like, hey, thank lemonade. you, sweetie. Lemonade. Hey, lemonade. <laughs> Would you like some lemonade? When life gives you lemons, make some fucking vervain lemonade. Yeah, bad times for uh, our vampire friend as Damon's like, yeah, let's have lemonade. And he takes and he does a, a spit take. Big old gulp. And it is full of vervain. And we cut over to Liz looking at Damon as he's coughing and hacking up the lemonade. So over by the waterfall, Elena is you know just brooding and caroline comes up and she's like you okay and i like no no i'm not okay yeah and elena is ripping up grass uh because she's upset like someone else i know who does that i can't imagine what are you talking about <laughs> and caroline is like oh, listen maybe maybe this is for the best and elena is like none of this is for the best caroline and she like her anger is literally coming out and it's it's real and she's like you're just being a good friend and yeah. now it's got like a bite to it like she's not even pretending to be sincere yes. anymore and caroline says no i'm not i'm not a good friend and elena thinks that she's about to admit something but then caroline gets fucking distracted because her mom is leaving and she's like where is she going she gets up and she goes and confronts her mom yeah. and she's like wow i mean you've impressed me you lasted longer than five minutes yeah, she's like, it's important. It always is. Um, so we cut over to Stefan and Damon as Damon's having a real tough time uh, taking a water bottle and swishing out his mouth from the vein. And he is straight up like, I'm going to kill him. And Stefan has to like physically stop him and sit him down and be like, you need like we're in public. But like, I agree mm -hmm. with you. He tried to expose us. We need to put him down. And Damon is like so surprised and pleased. And he's like, great. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and they see him on trash duty. So they're like, great. Let's go get him there. That's definitely not a trap. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> come on. And uh, so they go to get him. And it's funny because Caroline knew something was up with her mom. It's like she knows her well enough. She's like, something's going on. And, uh, of course, as soon as Damon and Stefan walk into that clearing, they are shot with wooden bullets and injected yeah. with vervain. And they are the ones that are put down. And Caroline hears all this. Thank God for Caroline. Saves the day. Yeah, for real. Hey, Bridget, what do you think Jeremy and Tyler's ship name would be? Oh, well, I mean. And she starts fanning herself. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. I can't handle that right now, Nikki. <laughs> Please don't tease me. Diary? <gasps> Diary? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Jyler, if you ask the internet. Jylery. Jylery. Jyler. Jyler. Yeah. Previously, on the Werewolf Diaries. I love you. Oh, no. I love you, Jeremy. I love you too, Tyler. Mm -hmm. But, okay, back to the diaries. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's like, how do you know about this? How does anyone know things? He read a diary. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good cover-up for... The truth, which is his sister just told him about it this morning. Yeah, that's but true. But in the diary, he, which is probably also true, that his ancestor wrote about the Lockwoods being wolves and being werewolves. And Tyler confesses, and I think Tyler in this moment is happy to have someone who's not his uncle to talk about this with. Because he's like, I'm not a werewolf yet. Um, he's like, it's all kind of crazy. And Jeremy's like, well, I always kind of was the one to believe in the crazy stuff. <laughs> he, like, he has this moment where he's able to actually, like, talk to somebody else and, like, confide in them a little bit, which I think is kind of, it's a nice moment for them. Maybe bond, maybe hold hands, maybe, maybe gaze a little bit, maybe just, just graze one single cheek. <laughs> 
And importantly, Tyler tells him how they trigger the curse, which is um, that you have to kill someone, even if it's an accident. And Jeremy is doing better investigative work here than Elena, Stefan, and Damon are combined uh, in this episode. For sure. And it's interesting because Tyler does say, you know, my uncle, yes, but me, no. And he says, and you know what? My uncle's not here for me. No. He says, I know he's here for this. And he holds up the moonstone. Yeah. And he's like, I haven't given it to him because he wants it and he won't tell me why. <laughs> I'm a dick I'm like a that. I'm a dick like that. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But for now, it's like kind of fun <laughs> for our plot. <laughs> What's not fun for our plot? Yeah. Is Mason being like, oh, let's lead the vampires down to these old slave chambers. Yeah. Conveniently, Liz is and like, what is this they... place? And Mason's like, old yeah. slave quarters, old Lockwood property. Yeah. So they carry them down. And he's like, he's like, you're going to like take care of them, right? Like you're going to kill them. Liz is like, yes, but you need to leave because like this is law business and you can't be here as we fucking murder people. Yeah. Well, she says it's council's business. It's not the law. Yeah. So so for your protection, you need to leave. Right. Um, and so he does. And reluctantly leaves. Um, meanwhile, Caroline is tracking them, re- like picks up some of their blood. And as she is heading her way there, uh, her and Elena, they run into Mason, who is an absolute asshole in this moment. I fucking hate it. It's awful. Yeah. How does he know what Caroline is? Smell, maybe? Like, he must know what Catherine is if he can tell that Caroline is one. And Stefan and Damon, if he can see it Yeah, from a sight. lot of unanswered questions about- I wonder if it's a about, thing? Maybe it is. It certainly is in uh, fucking- Twilight? Twilight. Yeah. yeah. That's what I assumed. But yeah, he's like, does your mother know what you are? Yeah. And then she's going to- lunge at him and so he grabs elena and he's like don't be that stupid you really think you can take me and she's like uh yeah i do and she lunges at him anyway and it's so badass i love it it's so good she knocks him out and then she like throws him around and she's like told you <laughs> i love caroline that's a vampire it's just awesome to see this little petite blonde just like yeah. throwing around a muscular man and building her <laughs> vampire confidence absolutely um down in the chamber Liz has started using wooden bullets to try to get information out of Damon, who is awake now. She is asking questions to him and is saying that she's willing to, like, torture them and make it painful. And Damon says, but you're my friend. You're my friend. And she's like, oh, friendship was a lie. (laughs) Yes. But what's terrifying is that Stefan is just lying there. So when she shoots him, there's no reaction. No reaction. And it's creepy. And she she turns to Damon and she says, I will drag this out painfully. Like, how do you walk in the sun? How many of there are you? Yeah. Just answer me and I'll kill you fast. After he says, but you were my friend. Hmm. Which And up in the woods, Caroline hears it. And she's like, my mom is going to kill them. And Elena's like, well, we can't have that. Let us go march down there now. And Caroline's like, well, let's think about this for a second. My mom is going to find out about me. And Elena's like, oh, whatever. And she just, like, marches on down there. But before she does, apparently she grabs, like, a wooden <laughs> Block. stick. Yeah, like a two-by-four. Yeah. So that when the deputy, like, goes to check it out, she goes, like, whack, but not hard enough to knock him out. Liz is like... What are you doing? Oh, shit, you can't be yeah. here. Yeah. Like, literally, what are you doing down here? And then a, a blurry blonde vision... Uh, goes around the perimeter, knocking out deputies. Yeah, conveniently doesn't kill them. Yeah. 
if anybody dies, it's because Liz shot them with wooden bullets mm. after Caroline used them as a shield. Indeed. And in one of the most iconic moments ever, after she bites all of these people, face all bloody. With a mouth that looks like a kid ate a shit ton of raspberries and didn't use a napkin. Or the master from Buffy. <laughs> she looks up and she just says, hi, hi mom. mom. <laughs> Nikki and I just gave each other this look like, how cute. <laughs> but... In the next scene, we see them all just, like, sitting around. Like, Liz is so utterly horrified and shocked that she's just, like, sitting there as Damon is drinking the blood of the fallen deputy and trying mm-hmm. to get Stefan to drink, too. And Yeah. And Caroline's like, you really should break your diet for this. And Elena's like, he said he didn't want to. Yeah. You know, and she's just, like, with him, like, trying to help him recover. Yeah. And then there's this question of, like, is Liz going to tell anyone? And Caroline's like, Mom, I know you fucking hate me. Well, she doesn't say fucking because it's the CW. But she says, Mom, I know you hate me. But, like, can you do this for me, please? Yeah. And Liz isn't even looking at her. Like, she's not even acknowledging that Caroline exists. And Damon, like, rushes up to her and grabs her. And everybody is like, no, 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 no. Like, don't kill her. Damon's like, I'm not killing anybody. Well, but before this, Liz says, no, kill me. Yeah. Then kill me. Yeah. And and Caroline's like, no. Yeah. So Liz is ready to fucking die right now. Like, that's how strong her beliefs are about this. And And when Damon grabs her, everybody fully believes that he's ready to kill her. Yeah. And he's like, relax. No one's killing anyone. You're my friend. You're my friend. Yeah. But before that, he, he says, but you were going to drag it out so painfully. Mm-hmm. Like in this reversed moment of like when the power was in your hands, you weren't going to skip a beat. You were yeah. going to kill me. But also there is, it's like this back and forth with Damon in this episode of like on the one hand, it is like he shows these moments of like, he does care about Liz. Like Liz actually is his friend. Yeah. But his instinct is to be like, fuck you. You just like really hurt me and that hurt a lot. Sort of thank you. <laughs> But I love that he's making his point. Like, he's like, yeah, look at this. A vampire is better than you, kind of. Showing mercy Mm. and being understanding. Mm -hmm. So we go back to the Lockwood Mansion. Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy is like, so what is this? And Tyler's like, it's a moonstone. It has all kinds of like supernatural legends attached to it. Oh, couldn't have figured that out. It's called a fucking yeah. moonstone, but yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. Um, I mean, they do exist in the real world, but yeah. I know you've given me one. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> and then can we, inconveniently, the girls come in. Ugh. And they're like, ooh, rock, I'm gonna take it. And I'm like, why are you here? Leave. Leave them alone. Let them have some cozy time. And they're doing like a, like a monkey in the middle situation, and it's not fun for anybody no and sarah like runs up the stairs with it and she's like jeremy come upstairs with me and he's just straight up like jeremy to come get it i'm good thanks yeah (laughs) because he's into tyler obvi yeah for sure and tyler goes up to like get it from her where he's like let it go like give it back and she won't take it or she won't let it go and they they like tussle over it and she trips down the stairs and as she falls down to the bottom, 
she's not moving and pretends to be unconscious which is also not cool it's so fucked okay regardless of a whole curse of like when you kill somebody that's so fucked up to do anyway it's absolutely very fucked up and i do not like sarah at all and she sucks and i hate her no sarah's terrible <laughs> but yeah she's like you pushed me down the stairs and jeremy's like he didn't he didn't mean it and then you can see jeremy and tyler looking at each other like jesus fucking christ you almost just became a werewolf <laughs> So we go back to the Salvatore house where Caroline arrives with clothes for her mom. She doesn't know how long her mom's going to be staying. And Elena explains that they need to wait for the Vervain to leave her system. And there's a kind of a cute moment where they're walking in the hall and Caroline sees Stefan. And she's like, got some bunny in ya? And he's like, yeah, I feel much better. And it's so oh, cute. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and Liz, meanwhile, is calling probably calling into work and saying a stomach bug yeah it came on fast i'll probably be out for a day and then damon's like and she's like or longer i'll text you <laughs> yeah and he takes her phone and he's like i brought you a good thread count <laughs> yeah. he's like explaining the plan once the vervain is out of your system you'll be a free woman and you won't remember any of this and she says keep caroline away from me please I don't want to see her. She's your daughter, Liz. And Damon, of course, can see that he's like looking yeah. at Caroline and he does say, yeah, he like vouches for her. And when Liz is like, she's not my daughter anymore. Damon says, you have no idea how wrong you are about that. Yeah. And you can see Damon looks kind of sorry to see Caroline hear this. And I think some of it comes from him and Stefan's personal experiences with their dad. How like strongly he hated vampires. And also, Liz is his friend. Yeah. And, like, I think he does, like, wish that she would be able to accept him and Caroline as who they are. Yeah, absolutely. But Caroline is hurt by this, and she yeah. leaves. And Elena and Stefan go to follow after her. But then something uh, catches Stefan's eye. Yeah, Stefan gets a, a little... Oh, it's the blood bag cooler. Nikki, you know when you're uh, at work and you and all your vamp buddies are just chilling around the blood cooler? <laughs> Stefan deserves to have that experience. Yeah. And as he's looking at the the chest freezer full of blood, Elena comes back and sees him. And she's like, what are you, what are you doing? Rightfully so. Seeing that the last time he went off the bender, he almost killed one of her contestant uh, <laughs> competition. And he's like, Catherine took a little bit of Iocane powder every day for the last 10 years and built up a tolerance to it. Can we talk about how this was my fucking idea for Damon to do to Stefan last season? And now Stefan's finally come up with this idea himself. It's almost like you've seen the show before. Honestly, entirely forgot about that when I gave that advice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just what Damon's been saying this idea. whole time. Um, but Elena has no reason to believe him. Um, yeah. And I think he's getting a little too fucking pushy for what happened last time. I think that they're both really scared. Yeah. Because Elena's scared that he's going to go off the deep end again. Yeah, valid. And not be himself anymore. And Stefan is scared that another situation like today is going to happen where he, like he says, he almost died. And he couldn't do anything about it because he wasn't strong enough. Yeah. And she points to her ear like, shh, like they can hear us. And he explodes in this great moment. I love Paul Wesley so much. And he says, he can hear us wherever we are because he drinks this. You know, this is yeah. the only thing that's going to help me. 
And yeah. she's like, are you, are you serious? I can't tell if you're pretending to fight. And he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No more pretend. This is real. And she just dips. Like, she just leaves. Yeah. She can't handle. Yeah. So she goes upstairs. Caroline and Elena are together. And Elena's like, do you want to drive your home? And Caroline's like, I can't go home. I'm scared. And she's crying. And it makes me sad. She says, Catherine's going to be there. And she wants me to tell her everything because I'm supposed to be spying on you. And Elena says, I know. And I've been so mad at you. Yeah. And she says, and I've been trying to figure out why you would do this to me and to Stefan because he's been such a good friend to you. And she says, but then I put myself in your position and I wonder, who did she threaten? And Caroline says, Matt. Oh, she, she threatened, threatened Matt. Matt. And I'm so scared of her. And Elena says, you should be scared of her. We yeah. should all be scared of her. Yes, she's a very, very big bad. And Caroline's like, why is she doing this? What does she want? Million dollar question. It really, really is. So then we go back to my favorite place, the Lockwood Mansion, but instead of Jeremy still being there, which makes me very sad that he's not and that this is over, um, don't worry, I will find some fan fiction later and satiate my needs. And share it with your best friend. Best friends share erotica. So... <laughs> So uh, Mason is leaving a voicemail for Liz and just being like, hey, didn't see you after, you know, the thing. So after your daughter knocked me out. Just want to make sure those vampires are dead. And Tyler comes over and he admits to almost killing a girl today. And he says, but just for a moment, I wanted it to be true. Like, I wanted it yeah. to be real. And he says, and I don't want to feel that way ever again. Yeah. It's almost like he gives and he gives him the moonstone. And it's almost like he's like. I want to be out of this situation entirely. Yes, yes. Like, he's like, I don't even want to think about this. But also, I think it's kind of a weak plot point. I don't know. Like, what really changed? Like, he still doesn't trust Mason. He doesn't know what this moonstone is for. No. But I think his curiosity got trumped by his fear. So, back at the Salvador house. I love this moment. It's great. Elena's leaving, and uh, Damon comes up to her, and he's like, um, so where are you going? And she's like, I'm going home. Yeah, Caroline's sleeping on the couch. Um, and she's she mentions, she says, what you did for Caroline's mom, that's the Damon that was my friend. Mm, that's a nice and, moment. And as she's about to leave, he says, hey, Stefan didn't drink the, he the people blood. <laughs> the if people blood. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. If you're curious. But he needs to. And you know that. And she comes back in to talk to Stefan. And she's like, so do you think you can control it? And he says, I don't know. But if yeah, I don't But it's try. honest, you know? He's like, I really don't know. But, like, I think I need to try. Heavy win, yeah. heavy lose. And she's like... Like, the stakes of this. He, she, he says, yeah, he's like, a little bit every day. And he says, I think it's worth trying. And he says, I agree. And she says, but you shouldn't do it alone. Yeah. And so she... Uh, in a great moment of improvisation, she grabs a, a letter a knife, opener specifically the... that everyone just has laying around <laughs> for all the letters they get at the Salvatore house. And instead of cutting like a finger, like a fingertip, she cuts the center of her hand. Very like, oh, I'm just going to slice my palm open. And I'm like, people always do this in shows. Like, it's like pretty easy to do. No, no. I don't think it's that easy. Also, I think that would hurt real bad. I have a bee sting on my palm and it yeah. hurts real so, bad. I can't imagine taking a letter opener to it. So instead of, of pricking a finger for a few drops, she feeds him from her hand like he's a horse eating a sugar cube out of it. And then they make out. <laughs> 
yeah but it is kind of this like really beautiful sensual moment <laughs> where like she i mean would you want to kiss someone who had just had blood in their mouth like that's a that's a metallic taste it's kind of gross sure it's like bacon but worse she's already dating a vampire i feel like at some point you have to get over it I feel like I'd rather kiss somebody who's had my palm blood than kiss somebody who's had their mouth on, like, a random rabbit in the forest. Good point. You know what? Maybe vampires are like dogs and their mouths are cleaner than ours. I don't know if A, that's true. <laughs> I'm just watching B, Nikki that process that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, absolutely. But I think that it is, like, that moment aside, it's a very, like, romantic moment of, like, this connection between the two of them. You can laugh all you want, but I think that it's very romantic. And their kiss afterwards, especially... No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing because if, if, if there's anyone's mouth who's clean like a dog's mouth, it would be Mason Lockwood. And you know who's gonna find that out in this next scene? Little Miss Catherine. Yes. And also, it brings to attention the way Nina Dobrev acts differently when it comes to making out as Elena or making out as Catherine. They're very different scenes. So good. So yeah, so dear viewer, uh, all that happens is that we find out that uh, Catherine's known Mason. They're like kind of dating. She needs him to get the Moonstone and he did it. And then they make out. In the flashback, she like hugged him after he killed that guy and like had a smile that was very clearly she was involved. Oh yeah. And she's like, oh, that little stunt that you pulled with Stefan and Damon. And he's like, I thought you'd be happy about that. So obviously he doesn't know the whole what the fuck situation. is going on in her free time. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. I just, I don't want you to get distracted. You need to get the moonstone. Yeah. And he's like, sort of smiles. And she's like, you got it. I got it. And it's makeup time. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and that's the episode. <laughs> That's the episode! Oh my gosh, Nikki, who are you taking and who are you staking on this fine, fine day? All right. I had a hard time kind of coming up with some takings and stakings this episode. Me too. I am taking the whole crew as far as like a Damon, Stefan, Elena, Caroline kind of crew of people. Across the board, all right. Yeah, we're going to take them all out to get some ice cream, maybe hang out like a lake house or something where they can just like chill and be teens and just like vibe and just, you know, relax. You know, give them an event where they actually get to enjoy it versus like be worried that they're going to die or need to kill somebody or need to hide a secret or keep a secret or whatever the fuck. Um, I'm staking the writers uh, for just using Amy again and making her apologize for something that's very much not her fault. I'm snapping. I'm snapping in agreement. Yes. Bridget, who are you taking and who are you staking? Nikki, is it any surprise that I am taking the dream duo, Tyler and Jeremy's chemistry? (laughs) And I am putting pen to paper to write a romance novel where two boys who were once at odds both lose their fathers suddenly and find each other in their grief. And I'm naming it Hot Hot Solace. Jesus Christ, I love it. I'd read it any day. Are you going to mention that I uh, have to close my eyes whenever I talk about them? Because, uh... Yeah, I feel like I, if I could just describe your body language throughout this entire recording, <laughs> you're seeking the writers for not following through with what your desires are when it comes to David, or when it comes to Tyler and Jeremy. <laughs> that is perhaps what I should have done. But instead, in a twist, I am staking the girls who are serving lemonade for not protecting the drinks from a strange man putting something in it. They had one job, Nikki. (laughs) They had one job. Solid. Although, 
It could have been like the sheriff's coming over or something and or like liz forbes being like oh we're adding this herb to it i don't care that's fucking suspicious as fuck if i'm serving lemonade i'm gonna let everyone know that some people put some shit in that that's fair that's valid bridget what's our word of the day well nikki i'm so glad you asked our word of the day is pathos or actually it says pathos wait let me yeah pathos (laughs) you know how like you can get it to pronounce it for you pathos i always thought it was pathos so did i pathos refers to some element of an experience or an artistic representation that evokes compassion or pity the word also just refers to feeling sympathetic pity all right nikki what you got i said jeremy and tyler have a shared pathos that some might think would lead to romance wow we are the same person and you're just you're just (laughs) talking me over here Tyler recognizes Jeremy for his pathos, pathos, however you say it, at his father's funeral. Love it. I love it. Oh my goodness, Nikki. What's your tarot card and for whom? Okay. For Tyler Lockwood, I've picked the devil reversed. Interesting. Tell me why. Specifically the line where he talks about how for a moment he want he like saw sarah in like kind of hoped that she would die and there's this thing inside of him that he's terrified of um and i think that like he's very so the devil itself is like very much like you know being who you are not giving a shit about what other people think of you but reverse it's a lot more internal about like feeling like things are out of control of what like who you are and like there's something Mm. internally that you can't control um mm. and that like you can be afraid of or like afraid of like what other people think um yeah and i think that tyler is very much in that moment right now like his reaction to like jeremy possibly knowing about what's going on and then like internally like what he's going through and yeah just like this fear of like he's what... afraid of the devil inside Lit- quite literally yes like he's afraid of like what he's capable of and like what like who he is that's to- so hot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. To the point where it might become debilitating, you know? Like, oh, it, yeah. I think it kind of goes back to, like, Mason's thing about, like, not telling him because, like, would he have been better off not knowing? Because now he lives with this fear of, I could become this monster. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks. I love that you picked the 15th tarot card of the major arcana i picked the 16th the tower for liz forbes oh yeah because her world has just come crashing down around her in this like the secure little life that she's built where she's got like her best friend who is you know her buddy and who slays vampires with her and like Yes, she's trying to make time for her daughter, and she thinks she's doing better today, and then finds out that her daughter... But work and personal life are very different. Yes, yeah, and they've always been separate, and now she is just... I mean, everything is just crashing down around her, and she's just kind of freezing. Um, And some core fundamental beliefs are being challenged. I think that that happens a lot in the Tower, where it's like you built your foundation upon these things you thought were true and maybe they've never been true 
Um, and I, I mean, she's just beginning this process of like lightning has just struck and shaken her foundation. Yeah. And, uh, that's where we leave her, which is sad. So you got to tune in next week to find out what happens to our beloved Liz and her tower. All right. That's the end of the episode. It is. That's all for Killer Be Killed. I've been your host, Nikki. And I've been your host, Bridget. Thanks for joining us. And tune in next time to find out if the bunny population will see a steep increase since Stefan has started drinking Elena's blood. A true cliffhanger. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next time to find out if lemonade hides the smell of vervain more than bourbon does. Hmm. You wouldn't think so. And yet here we are. Dear Diary. I know we don't get along and you hate me, but I'm your daughter and you'll do this for me, right? Dear Diary, there's pretending to be mother and then there's reality. Let's not push our luck. Dear Diary, it's you and me, Stefan. Always. (laughs) I have another plane. Of course. It's because it's 6 p.m. Oh, everything is taking off at the hour mark. God, I'm so fucking sweaty. Not just because Tyler and Jeremy are hot. <laughs> I'm hot. Literally. Oh my god. What I would give what I would give for that to have been the actual plot of oh this my fucking god. show. At least what I would give for just like one gay character Ugh. in the show. That's not just, like a secondary just one tertiary gay couple. Character. Like the only way that I like Tyler is if he's in a gay like relationship with Jeremy yeah. or anybody really for that minus moment. the yeah. violence. I, I can, I can do without him being that violent, but aggressive is fine. If he's consensually aggressive with another virile, strong man, you know? Mm. Oh God. Sorry. <laughs>